Actor and filmmaker Ann Johnston Brown has spent the past 35 years navigating the ups and downs of Hollywood. With a master's degree in theater arts, Ann was a professor at the prestigious American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Los Angeles and is the author of several books published by Smith & Krauss, the world's largest of its kind. Her films on the subject of homelessness have won countless awards, and her voice can be heard throughout the world in a variety of television and radio commercials, as well as the audiobooks of many New York Times and USA Today best-selling authors. And now, she brings to you the best of what she's learned. Welcome to The Actor's Guide. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Actor's Guide. Well, today I have Denise Gossett on the line. She is a professional Hollywood actor. She's also a producer. Oh, we're going to talk to you about uh, her film festival that she produces. But uh, but we'll get into that in a minute. What I want to do is just introduce you to her and let her explain her story. And hopefully you are going to be listening and taking notes because she has a wonderful success story that I'm sure that it will interest all of you. Her name is Denise Gossett. Hey, Denise, how you doing? I am doing great, Anne. How are you? Oh, doing fantastic. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, before we get into Shriek Fest, which I can't wait to talk to you about, uh, I, <laughs> I want to know your story. Now, how I know you've been, uh, you're, you're a veteran actor, uh, but I want to yeah. know how, how it came about. What is your story? When did you decide to, to go into the business? You know, it's funny because my whole life, I was one of those kids that said I was going to dance, act, or sing. And, you know, I had done little plays at school and things like that, but never really was pursuing it. Uh And in high school, I did a play, and the colleges started coming around saying that they were going to hold auditions for scholarships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always say naivete will take you far because I literally... (laughs) knew nothing, and so nothing would stop me, right? So I remember they wanted a monologue, and this is just so sad. Um, Uh But I know a lot of people think this same way that I did. Uh I said, monologue? Okay, what's a monologue? Because I was just (laughs) learning everything. And so I go into one of those monologue books at the library, and it was a monologue where you're talking to someone uh-huh. and pausing for their reaction. Oh. So basically it's taking a dialogue and pulling out the other person's oh, line. No. So that's what I auditioned with. Wow. And they came back and they said they see a lot of potential in me. They gave me one semester free tuition. Wow. I know. What college? The, what, what university? Um, it, it's called SSC. So mm-hmm. it's in Florida, Seminole uh, State College. Uh-huh. So then, but uh, it also came with the option to audition again at the end of the semester. Yeah. So I did. And now I got another two years paid for. Wow. And oh. then I auditioned again. Yeah. And um, the last two years were partially paid for. Wow. Wow. I know, crazy, right? That is, I mean, uh, we could not orchestrate that for ourselves. A lot of people no. who say, I want to become a professional actor. It, it was almost accidental for you. And yes. you, you must have great natural ability. That's for sure. 
Well, thank you. And <laughs> you know, and then when I started college, of course, I'm doing plays and I'm learning mm-hmm. so much because really, I was green. I knew oh, nothing. Wow. And um, I did get headshots, and mm-hmm. I got an agent, and I started doing industrial films and uh, short films. Well, and now, like now that. you you just rushed through something that is a common question on this show. You said you got you got your headshots, which you know anybody can really do, but you got an agent. How fast did that happen? How did you make that happen? Well, um, I just started submitting to, I was in Florida, Uh so I started submitting to the agents in the area. Okay. And, you know, I was in college, so they're more open to seeing young people, of course. Oh, yeah, boy. So I got (laughs) indoors, and I remember interviewing with a couple of them, and Mm -hmm. I ended up liking the one and went with them. Okay. And, you know, I was doing things like Olive Garden industrial films, and I remember, how cool is this? You know, I'm making like $400, and I getting to eat breadsticks all night because we would shoot them <laughs> like midnight to three in the morning. Wow, <laughs> wow that is so yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how things started. And then, of course, I'm going to college through this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I started doing plays outside of the college. Yeah. And then I... Were you majoring in theater? Was was theater? I was. Okay. I majored, yep, majored in theater. Okay. And uh, learned so much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I guess. I, I really was green. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I auditioned. What? I, I, I was going to ask you, though, you know, you, you, you said that you got an agent and you started uh, doing uh, work. Uh, was uh, This was all while you were in college. So you were working while you were training. I was. Okay. Wow. And the thing is, a lot of colleges look down on that. Wow. Okay. Including mine. Wow. But they didn't like I it. was like, hey, look. I'm going to school for this. Yeah. You've got to support me in the fact that oh, I'm actually doing it. Sure. No, that's great. Yeah. So then I auditioned for the TV series Superboy. Uh-huh. Um, and I booked Lex Luthor's sister. <gasps> wow. And that is how I got Taft-Hartley. Oh, my goodness. To be in the union. Yep. There you go. And shortly after that, I had graduated. I worked a year to save up money, and I moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's a piece of advice I wish I hadn't been told. Okay. I was told immediately, join. Because at this point, I'm SAG eligible, right? Uh-huh, sure. Florida's a right-to-work state. You do not have to be in the union to do union jobs. Okay. So I moved to L.A. L.A. is not a right-to-work state. Yeah. And I'm hearing from everyone, you're not going to get an agent unless you are fully union. You're not going to book work unless you're fully union. Right. Okay. So I joined. Everything dried up. I was not offered any jobs now because now I'm in the union. I'm competing with all these people that have credits under their belt. Sure. And I only had a few things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't working, wasn't working. Then somehow, like, I would audition for something and they would say, oh, we're going to have to shoot non-union. Are you willing to do it? And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. Right. And I just watched work just sift by me. So my advice to anyone is don't join. If you're in a non-right-to-work state, don't join until you're forced to, which right. is, I believe, is the second job or the third booking. Right. It is the third. Mm-hmm. And, right. And if you're in a right-to-work state, don't join at all. Wow. Just don't, because you can do union and non-union yeah. with no penalty. Well, I, you know, the, you're describing my exact 
story too. Uh, Seriously, and I and I I learned that. Oh my goodness, I was working. I was working. I mean, it just. And for me, I was a theater actor, and so I I joined Equity. Now I did join an Equity. uh, I was in an Equity show, and I joined. uh, But after that, it was so hard because, like you said, there are a few jobs for a ton of actors who who are competing. And so, okay, so but but eventually, though, you 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 did start working in Hollywood, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Just took a while. And I went through a lot of agents and a lot of managers. Mm. And so anyone out there listening, if that is happening to you, don't don't be discouraged. Okay. Sometimes it takes a while to find your person, right. your team. Right. And I finally did. And then things started clicking. It was interesting because all these agents, their excuse always was, it's your headshots. I hate so that I excuse. Oh my god, I hate that. That's such I a know. cop out. It's a cop out. I, I, I don't. It is. And we've talked about that on this show. So the listeners are not, they're not hearing that for the first time. I can tell you, <laughs> uh, because I keep saying now. Yes, the headshot is very important. But when you have an agent or a casting director, or somebody says it's your it's your headshot, they're just not wanting to be honest that about whatever the reason might be. You know. Right. Um, and by the way, let me go backwards for a second. You said you were mm-hmm. you kept trying to find the right agent. You finally found the group that 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 worked well with you. Uh, mm-hmm. When you say uh, you were do you were working to find the agent, is this still you sending out headshots and resumes to agencies, or were you networking? Like, were you in a workshop, or d- d- did you just have friends of friends or business uh, associates? It was sending out headshots. Okay. Um, I never did a workshop to meet an agent. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, I believe that that's their job. Right. So why are we paying them to meet us? Thank you. I agree. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was sending out headshots. And it was interesting because I could get all, you know, not big agencies, small agencies mm-hmm. were willing to bring me in and sign me. Right. And that's how I went through so many because... Um, I don't know if your listeners know this, but you, SAG gives a 90-day, um, I guess, kind waiver. of a contract, a window, I yeah. guess, mm-hmm. that, that you, if you are not getting out, right. not even just booking, but if you're not getting out, you have the right to break a contract. Right, right. So I just kept breaking contracts right mm-hmm. and left because, you know, too many actors, I have a lot of friends who will get that agent. Mm-hmm. And let's say they go out once in that 90 days and they're like, well, you know, maybe we're not in the groove yet. Mm-hmm. And then another 90 days goes back by and they're still not. And mm-hmm. then they say, well, let me get new headshots. And all this time is being mm-hmm. wasted. And money. <laughs> right. That yeah. they could have just moved on to someone else. Right. Because it does take a while. I, my goodness, I must have gone through 10 agents and mm. 12 managers. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was re- I was literally changing every 90 days. And, and then when you found the, 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 like you said, you know, the agent manager combination that actually was your winning ticket. What, I never even got a manager. I gave oh, up on the manager. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I've interviewed uh, managers on this show and there, there is a need in certain arenas for a manager. And I, and I appreciate that. But if you were able to get by with your agent, what was the first big gig? You got that that you credit you know this 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 man this agent that that helped you the most. 
Um, okay, so let me think. Well, first I want to say, this is, um, you know, we were talking about the headshots, and oh, that's yeah. always the excuse. Oh, God. Well, the biggest thing, when I, okay, so I was using these headshots, and someone had just told me it didn't work. Mm. And so I go and get this agent who I've been with this whole time now, mm-hmm. and the same headshots all miraculously start working. Oh, see, thank you, Denise. So, I see, am there's so proof good. right there yeah. that something yes. funky is happening. Oh, yes. Okay, then back to your other question. Okay. I think it was The Last Ride, which is a movie I did with Dennis Hopper. Wow, okay. I know. Uh, rest mm. in peace. And I Will love Patton. Mm-hmm. Oh. And that was through my agent and that was pretty exciting because I remember I booked it and I didn't know anything about it mm-hmm. and I knew it was shooting in San Diego and so the night before I'm like well can I find any information on this and I start looking up and I remember calling my mom and saying oh my gosh mom Dennis Hopper is in this movie <laughs> she was like what <laughs> I said I my scenes are with Dennis Hopper oh my god she was like what tell oh. him I said hi oh of course she <laughs> my said my mom that. always says that <laughs> That's so good. So, yeah, I had the most amazing yeah. experience with him. Oh, I love it. And and uh, and what year was this? Not to date you, but we could look it um, up ourselves. This was, I want to say, wait, was it? it? It came out, I think, in 2004. Okay. I think we shot it in 2002. But, you know, I had small things before them. Sure. Like I did... Scene of the Crime, it's a TV movie, uh-huh. and I did uh, the TV series What Should You Do, mm-hmm. and things like that before now, him. But when like did I you, said, when I first, mm-hmm. what? Well, I was going to ask you, when did you do The Office? For instance, I know you, you did an episode of The Office, and and mm-hmm. uh, and you've, you've worked with... That was with... like in 2008. Oh, okay. How was that? I mean, how did that come about, and what was that like, working on that very um, popular show? Right, same thing, same agent. Okay. An audition, not even a callback. Oh. A booking. Wow. But now, here is something that your your listeners might need to know. Mm-hmm. So I book this, and it's a guest star role. Mm-hmm. And so I have, you know, quite a few lines. Um, we shoot it. Everything goes great. The office was notorious for shooting way more than they needed. Okay. So that they would have DVD extras. Oh, so it it comes to air, I'm barely in the episode. No. And of course, I'm freaking out going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And my mom was on the East Coast and she had seen it before me and she calls him. She goes, Denise, I, I only saw, like, I saw you, but you didn't say anything. And I was oh, like, no. what? <gasps> That's right. So, the East Coast got it before you and they have to tell right. you, right? Oh. Right. So what ended up happening is it's, all on the DVD extras. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I still get residuals. Okay. I still get the credit. Yeah. And I got all the footage because it, <laughs> it was on the extras. Yes, that's right. And and uh, uh, you know this is a common thing. Uh, I've I've done shows uh, before where uh, I would be in a show and I would have a friend even in the show, and it would air. And we would be told on the East Coast that whether one of us got cut or, you know, whatever. Right. Isn't that interesting that that, uh, that happens to everybody? Oh, well, 
maybe yeah. not maybe not everybody not you know not uh, not Steve Carell or, or somebody you know else in the office but oh I'm uh, sure it even happens to them maybe. they probably do a scene and yeah. it got cut and yeah. they're like what yeah yeah right oh yeah and then they'll think oh man I ate that scene alive and then they'll find out after you know that it got cut um, well what about now I think I read that you did something with Mel Gibson what was that and, oh yeah yeah uh, get the gringo oh okay it's it's a movie, so it's kind of like, um, and for any fans out there that saw Payback, it's kind of like a Payback 2. Okay. It's a really great, fun movie. Okay. And um, super disappointing because after we shot it is when, you know, the stuff came out with his girlfriend. Oh, no. And so yeah. this movie was supposed to be huge and in theaters, mm-hmm. and it was only in theaters for one night. Oh, no. So I was super bummed about that. But the interesting thing is we shot this in Mexico City, uh-huh. and the entire crew doesn't speak English. Oh, so I gosh. was having to dig way back to my college and oh, high school no. Spanish. Just to communicate. Oh, gosh. Yes. And it was so fun. I mean, what, one oh. of the best experiences ever. And what's super interesting about it is, so I work with Mel, who's an icon, right? Oh, the, yeah. Everyone in the entire world knows him. Oh, sure. And I work with um, uh, Bob Gunton, who everyone recognizes from Shawshank Redemption mm-hmm, right. and millions of other things. Sure. And then I work with Peter Stormare, mm-hmm. who not everyone knows his name, but knows him. He's in everything. Sure. The face is recognizable. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm working with all these guys, and I'm seeing the different levels of fame. Wow. Yeah. And I worked with Scott Cohen. He was also in one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Now, he you would recognize him in a heartbeat. He's yeah. been in tons of TV shows as right. leads, but you would not know his name. Right. Mm-hmm. So to see the behavior of the different levels, mm. it was so amazing. Like Cormel, mm-hmm. he would eat his meals at like 10 p.m. in the hotel restaurant mm-hmm. when no one's in there. Oh, he'd have to. So he doesn't get hounded. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Gunton, we got on the plane to fly back to L.A. together, and people are going, where do I know you from? Where do I know you from? And they're saying all this stuff. And then it would hit them. Shawshank Redemption. Oh Oh my gosh, I love you. And so I got to see that side. Then Peter Stormare, he would walk, uh, because we were in a studio lot in Mexico City, Mm -hmm. he would walk on the lot and people are flocking to him. They don't, some know his name, but some didn't, but they knew him. Right, right. And they respected just, the they respected what they saw, you know, and right. whether they could call him by name, they were like, "You're awesome, dude," you know. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, we it was the most amazing right. experience. Oh. And at night, I would go to this the restaurant bar with mm-hmm. these guys. <laughs> now, um, Mel, he walked in a couple of times, said hello, yeah. and then went to bed. Yeah, because he was he um he gave his friend. I, I'm guessing he gave his this friend, the director, mm-hmm. um, Adrian, this opportunity to direct this feature. Mel had written it. Mel oh. was starring it. Uh-huh. But he was really helping out get this friend off the ground as a director. Okay. Which was amazing. Oh. Um, 
But, you know, yeah. I can honestly say I feel like some of the things we've heard about Mel are no way in, no way true. No I agree. True. No, I agree. I don't know him personally, but I, I, I really do feel like that uh, he's been given a bad rap. And it may have yeah. to do with uh, the passion of the Christ and and, and things, uh, his yeah. religious uh, standpoints, things. I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. That's exactly what I think. Yes. And there, and you know what? Hollywood just doesn't doesn't like the, the, the religious people. And, and I, I know this personally. But, but. But he has managed to rise above it uh, throughout. Uh, I have to, though, move you into the direction of of the the conversation that I have been wanting to have with you, since it is something that you've got your name all over, and that is Shriekfest. I have to have you tell me, how did Shriekfest come about, what it's about? Just go ahead. Let's hear hear you talk about it. Okay. So Shriekfest... um this is the 22nd year it's been around. Oh, wow. And uh, 23 years ago, I had starred in a horror film. Uh-huh. And, you know, being green again, I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, my first starring in a feature. We have to get this out everywhere. So I was talking to the producers and directors. And I and said, what was Can we the get name of the film, festival? by the way? What's the name of the film that you were in? Uh, Chain of Souls. It's really bad. Don't oh, go look for it. Well, okay, 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 okay. Keep going. <laughs> so um, I had told them, can we put it in film festivals? And they said, there's not really film festivals that cater to horror. Oh. And I thought, what? Oh. How is that possible? <laughs> so I had come up with the idea to do a horror film festival. And I told my sister-in-law, um, you know, why do you think of my idea? And she's like, oh, that sounds so cool. I said, I think it'd be something fun to do at Halloween. So she agrees to help. She helped for a a few years, and we put this thing together. Naivete again, threw it together. We didn't know what we were doing. The first year we had 45 submissions, which Hmm. is like nothing, right? Yeah, Um, but still. And then the next year, it blew up. We were getting (gasps) submissions from all over the world. Oh, my goodness. And then she ended up leaving and going to Michigan to raise her son. She had a baby. And then it became all all me. And well, um, well Denise, uh, I have submitted to film festivals before, and thank, thanks to Film Freeway. But I don't think mm-hmm. there was a Film Freeway back then. How did you get no. the word out about Shriekfest? The fact that it was over twenty years ago, and and that second year, how how did it go from forty something submissions to hundreds? Well, part of it was the people who had attended that first year. Okay. The horror world is extremely loyal, and they talk. Oh, okay. And then the other part was I was contacting every horror site, every filmmaking site, every film site, anything I could find, and asking them to exchange links with me. Okay. Because back then, linking off of someone's site was really important. Sure. So I would put their link on mine, they'd put mine, and people just started to see the name Shriekfest. Like, right. what is this? And you probably, at the time, there might have been, was there my MySpace back then? Or you might have been trying there to... There was MySpace. Oh, there yep. you go. So you... I used MySpace, mm-hmm. and uh, basically that's it, because there was no Facebook. No, there was none of that. No Twitter, no, no nothing. nothing. We had a website... Okay, and and I'm not even sure MySpace was around the first few years. Maybe not, because I think it was. Oh, it was in the, the early 2000s. But still, I'm sure you got on top of that the minute you could. Right, and so it it was really interesting yeah. how it happened because yeah. and back then we were getting our submissions on VHS tapes. Yes, I know. 
Crazy. I know. There was no DVD. Uh, if there were DVDs, it was just wasn't that popular. Well, they couldn't record there onto any. a DVD. There yeah. weren't, for sure. Yeah, but even once DVDs came out, they had to be produced professionally. You couldn't just record, like, off your computer a DVD, right. like, digitally transfer a movie onto DVD. Right. Yeah. So so tell me, uh, what, what happened from there? I mean, it obviously became so big. Where, where is it now, by the way? I mean, wh- how it's, big is um, it's in yeah, it's big. It's in mm-hmm. two. It's on two coasts. So it's in Orlando and it's in L.A. Wow! It has been an amazing ride. Wow. I've made so many good friends and helped so many people. I'm I'm big on you know trying to get people publicity and mm-hmm. get their films out there and get distributors to the festival and you know do red carpets and oh. you know I've gone on. You have Fox morning shows and stuff to promote, and I've got some of the filmmakers. Do on you Fox. like horror films? I mean, you uh, you said it was your first feature, and that's why you were interested in getting it out there. You were proud of your you know your role, blah blah blah. But do you really like horror films? I do. Oh. Um, I, it was something I always liked watching growing up. I, wow. I don't know. This is the bizarrest thing. My <laughs> parents would not let my brother and I watch rated R movies. Okay. But for some reason, they would let us rent horror films. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> they didn't like horror films, but my brother and I were like, oh, okay. Oh, and so gosh. that's kind of how it started. But I honestly thought it was going to be like having a mini Halloween party every year. Okay. I did not ever expect that our open opening night party would have more than a 500 people. Oh. I never, never thought it was wow. going to get like that. And that we, it would be a four day festival Yeah, and we'd be screening, you know, 80 films. I never in a million years thought mm. that. Well, you know, I have to ask you, what is your favorite horror film? Which one? I would have to say A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, the, uh, now there are sequels. So is it the whole no, franchise? No, original. Okay, okay. And so and, the, you know, I mm-hmm. like The Exorcist. There's a lot I like, but mm-hmm. I think when I saw A Nightmare on Elm Street, it scared me so bad oh. <laughs> it just stuck. Yeah, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, uh, personally, I only saw the film once, and to this day, if I even see somebody wearing the hat, I just, oh, I, I, I just have a shudder. Uh, who's your favorite uh, horror film actor? Hmm. I mean, is, uh, is it just harder. the films? The films themselves stand alone, really, in our minds. Right. It's not necessarily. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, okay, you know, or or uh, her well, mother, right. or mean, her yeah. mother. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. She's she's great and fun, and yeah. and it's so funny because I almost it's like I almost don't separate the actors from the film. Uh huh. It's almost like a complete package. I don't know why. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But that's kind of how I view yeah. the horror genre. Sure, and I and I I totally get that. That's why even asking the question, it seemed kind of like this is a useless question because really, it's the film as a whole that yeah. that, that has the impact. Well, um, you know, I have to ask you then. You know, you're 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 an actor, obviously. You know, you you are now. You know, you've got the Shriek Fest, which is a big deal. Have you? ever written and or produced directed a horror film i have not um it's funny that you ask that though because i have been offered to do it so many times oh, I, bet. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like writing okay for one year i said okay i'm just gonna write 
And so I started writing down ideas. I made myself do a little bit each day, and I just could never find the passion for it. Wow. Never. And I wish I could, because I would really love to write and produce things for me to star in. Yeah. Um, I've been on so many sets that I know... Mm-hmm. everything that's going on. Sure. I don't think I'd have one problem. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, think of how many filmmakers I know. If I needed oh, an editor gosh. or a director, I mean, I could just make a phone call. Yes, but see, you, you, but you're talking if you wrote a film, uh, you know, now you, have you ever collaborated with anybody on your, on a production? Uh, well, that's what is, that's what I'm getting into now. Good. I've had a couple people approach me, uh, recently, that I read the script mm-hmm. and I thought, hmm, this ah. could be interesting. <laughs> I've kind of made it a rule: if I'm going to produce, yeah. I have to be in it in oh. a chunky role. Because here's the thing: you're going to live with this project for five to oh, seven, yeah. eight, nine years. Yes, mm-hmm. and. I figure if I'm going to take my time and effort to produce something, I better be getting a role out of it too, because that's how much no. I love to act. There you go. Well, now on this in this regard, um, and we've only got a few more minutes, so I want to ask you: What are you doing right now? Is is it one of these collaborations? Are you in something else that we could see? Uh, what what's your? Deal? I have um, mm-hmm. I have something coming out, a movie coming out later this year. I am. Still not allowed to talk about it. It is so bizarre. I keep waiting and waiting. There, it's. I can say this. Mm-hmm. It is based on a book, and that has a a really big following. And oh. I am a character that has yet to be introduced. Okay. And so supposedly they are going to do a huge PR rollout announcing me as this character, which isn't even that big of a role, but apparently it's really important to these fans. Okay. Okay. Now, so this is a character that wasn't in the book. Yes, it is in the book. Okay. 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 But that part of the, so there's three features that go with this and my character has not been introduced in the movie yet. Oh, I see. Oh my goodness. Okay. That's a good tease. That's a really good yeah. tease. <laughs> well, yeah. I, so I tell that you what. It's going to be super cool. And what's funny is um, this particular genre has a massive following. Oh. And a friend of mine, she had heard who I worked with, mm-hmm. and she started guessing. She's I, like, well, wait a minute. Is this book? <laughs> and once she, she, she guessed, yeah. she was freaking out like jumping up and down excited because i wanted to start guessing wait a minute which role and i'm like i can't talk about it no she starts guessing and guessing and (laughs) of course she finally figured it out of course and she's like beyond excited so if all these fans are like her (laughs) this is going to be fun (laughs) well hon i'm telling you right now i've got to have you back on the show once the film then we're going to not only we're just going to make it a show about that film your experience okay so that's i i mean we're we're putting it on the calendar. Uh, okay, well, wonderful. Denise, I'm telling you what, I actually, I'm just, I've got a lot of ideas how we could do other shows in the future. You are so full of stuff. And, oh, uh, I would love that. And we have, uh, we, you know, we're out of time. I hate that phrase, we're out of time, but we are. And uh, Denise, you are amazing. I've got chills from what you just said. I cannot wait. Oh, thank you, Anne. Oh, Denise, you are fantastic. I tell you what, I'm uh, stay on the line. I'm going to close the show out with the... Okay. 
promise that we're bringing Denise Gossett back on the show (laughs) very soon because she just agreed and everyone heard it. Uh, All right, guys. (laughs) Well, Denise, hold on a second. Um, Guys, don't forget we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're actually on everything. But make sure you go on and subscribe and rate us and follow us and tell your friends. Uh, This has just been so much fun today. We have another episode tomorrow. Uh, We we always have uh, Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays uh, episodes for everyone to hear and share with their friends. Thanks so much for joining us today. This has been The Actor's Guide. Tag, you're it. This has been The Actor's Guide. For more information about Ann Johnston Brown or to join the tag team, please visit our website at ajbprods.com slash podcast.